Hey, I'm Heather, a chaos coordinator and mom of three young kids. Chaos and cookies is literally my life, with never-ending dishes, laundry, you name it. Being a mom is a blessing, but it also comes with hard days too. Together, we can find the humor and real solutions to lighten your load and clean up the crumbs. You're listening to the Chaos and Cookies Podcast. Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of Chaos and Cookies Podcast. I'm Heather, your Chaos Coordinator, and today I want to provide some tips on how to problem solve, and they might not be the most conventional, but they are surely helpful. I get creative sometimes to make things more efficient and multitask. I am the epitome of multitasking. I do a million things at once. Sometimes I don't even know I'm doing it. And I feel like I don't have time. I don't have time is such an excuse we all make. And you know what? We might make it because we just don't want to do it. And or you really don't think that you have enough time. But then there's, you know, that saying, you, you make time. You make time for what's important. You make time for what you need to get done to function. So really no one has time, but we all have the same amount of time. We all have 24 hours in a day, right? And it's all how we map it out and how we utilize it. So one of my tips that kind of just kind of came out of randomness and just spur the moment, and sometimes that's the best kind, is laundry. My kryptonite is laundry. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate doing laundry. I will let it pile up and pile up, but then I I'm so mad and I kick myself because then I have all this laundry to catch up on and picking one day a week is super important. And I try to wash the kids stuff separately from mine. I feel like I take more care because it's for my kids and yes, it's the mom and me. I put myself behind everybody else, but they need their clothes, right? They can't go do for themselves or little and they need clean clothes, especially my youngest who's in a private school who needs his uniforms. There's only so many and he can't go to school with regular clothes on most days. So it's motivation for me to keep up with his stuff. But I feel like because it's my kid's stuff, I fold it better and nicer. I put it away quicker so they can get to it, makes it more convenient. So they're not asking me, where's my stuff, right? So I'm helping myself by getting their stuff done. And then now school is back in session. We are back in person. And the other day I had three huge baskets and I had, I think another load in the dryer that I still needed to fold. And I was looking at it like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to do this when I'm watching TV at night when I'm tired. I'm going to have to do it on a call or in the morning when I'm trying to work out, like I really want to get my workout in, but I'm going to have to spend my time and now do laundry or it's just going to sit there and get wrinkled. And so I was going out the door to grab my son and I never used to have to do school pickup like this, but now I have to get there an hour early 
so I can get him at a decent time instead of waiting. And I guess it's kind of like I either wait at the front end or wait in the back end. And I'd rather wait in the front end to get home quicker before the next two come home. And I saw these three baskets of, of laundry there and I'm like, you know what? I've got to sit there for an entire hour. I'm going to be productive instead of scrolling on social media and doing silly things or just kind of wasting time uh, and making the time pass or getting on a phone call and then it running over for them when they come and ask me like what my pin number is to pick him up. I grabbed one of the flexible baskets I had and I brought it with me. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fold laundry while I'm sitting in the pickup line. I'm going to push my seat back. And I'm going to fold it. Now, normally I have a system where, you know, you fold pants, you put it in the pants pile, you put the shirts in the shirts pile and you sort them. So I didn't have a really good system in that moment, but again, it's, I'm sure it'll come, but I stuck it in the front seat. I parked, I moved my chair back and I folded laundry and I used my center console and I just, I got through an entire basket during that time while listening to either podcasts or uh, meetings that I, I had missed and I was multitasking. I was getting the information that I need to listen in on instead of taking notes. I just, I folded laundry and it was kind of funny because when they opened up the window to ask me my pin, they saw the laundry basket and I'm like, yeah, they're like, that's genius. That's multitasking right there. Like, why wouldn't you, if you have to sit here for an hour to get something done that you have to sit stationary anyway, it's not like you can fold laundry and move. And it kind of hit me like this might be my time to fold my laundry. Now putting it away isn't a whole nother, you know, situation because then I bring it home and then I have to tend to the children and then it's like digging through baskets, but that's my own problem. Another thing I'll probably tackle and put on my intention list in the morning, but folding laundry while sitting in a stationary place for over an hour is a pretty good solution to it. Now, the second problem I solved this week, we just moved and my desk that I had had a black piece of glass on top. And when the movers went to move it, they tipped it and the thing shattered everywhere. And it wasn't something where I could just replace the glass. So I lost my desk in the move and I was setting up shop like in my kitchen or in the spare bedroom or in my bedroom and I didn't feel like I had a home and feeling not really very organized because I have my papers and I have my computer and I've got my microphone when I'm trying to record all of the things and they're just everywhere and it wasn't working for me. So I have this like bin that's sitting free that I just never filled while I was organizing and putting things away when we moved. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to put my, my laptop, all of my charging cables. It fit my, my notebook, my pen, I can throw it all in there. And it's like a mobile office and I'm going to take it around the house with me. So I'm not carrying a million things in my hands and it's all in one place. So I'm not looking for my charging cord, not looking for my pen, my paper, the notes that I had yesterday. And I now carry this basket around until my new desk comes, but it works. 
And it keeps everything together because I was tired of hearing my husband, you know, complain about the mess on the counter and everything like that. So that is another creative way that you can consolidate your mess that you use every day and pick it up and make it mobile. You know, if you do work in the same space every day, but you don't necessarily like to look at it, like at the kitchen table, it find a, you know, you can find a cabinet and, and slide it in there to keep it out of the way. And it's still, you know, and have the mess of stuff cleaned up. And so that is another suggestion that you can try to do while um, being smart and clean. And it's more efficient than looking for everything and trying to set up shop. And maybe even grab like a pouch, like an old makeup pouch or something, or even a Ziploc bag, put the cords in there. So they're all in one spot and they're all wound nicely. So they're not knotted up and it makes it easy for you to grab. And those are really my two big tricks for the week that I feel like could be a really good solution for a lot of people and maybe have not thought about it. Maybe it just didn't come to mind. And honestly, I think I might meal prep in the car, maybe. I don't know how that would go, but chopping up vegetables and meal prepping is another thing that's very time consuming. It's very, um, you sit in one spot and do it. And if I can come up with a way to chop onion in my car, yeah, I guess my car would smell like produce, but it might be helpful if I don't maybe have any laundry to do that day and I need to get something done that, you know, it requires some time. It creates, requires me sitting in one spot and just being able to kind of knock it out. And you're kind of forced to do it when you're sitting in one spot and you can't get out. And so I might try that and I will have to report back to how that will, will go. And so I hope that that helps maybe give you a couple of time-saving tips. If you have something that you're trying to find, let me know, uh, reach out on my social platforms, my, my website, send me an email and I'm happy to chat with you and, and kind of come up with creative ways to do things because I feel like you should have fun, but you want to get stuff done and you want to feel productive and you don't want staring at you because one thing for me is that I can't look at it. Like if it's behind a closed door, that's another story. It's like sight unseen kind of thing. Like if I can't see it, it's not there. But if it's right in front of my face, it, it's something that's like I need to tackle that. It's just a matter of where, when I'm going to and how. Kind of like the junk drawer. My husband hates junk drawers. He hates them so much because he opens it up and there's just stuff piled in. And his one thing that he always says is, Heather, I don't understand how you are so organized and there's a place for everything but this junk drawer is a mess. I can't even open it. How do you find anything in there? And I'm like, it's a system. I actually do know it's in there. I know exactly where it is. It's just not organized to us uh, conventionally, I should say. 
but I do also know it's behind a junk. It's behind the drawer. I can't see it. Do I know it's there? Yes. But do I have to stare at it? No. And it only really creeps up on me or becomes a hassle when I have to open it and find something. So yes, there are solutions. You get the trays and you can organize things. And it usually starts out that way. And guess who usually is the one that messes it up? It is definitely not me. <laughs> but then once it kind of starts to unravel, it just is so much easier for it to get out of control. And the point of everything is to try and get ahead of it and control it as early as possible. So you don't let it spiral into something bigger where then it's going to either take a really long time to get it together or it might be too far gone and it's just going to be one of those things where you have to either start over or whatnot. So, and that goes with anything I feel. So you want to nip anything kind of early on. If you can see that something's getting out of hand, take a step back and maybe say, okay, well that's maybe something I need to address and I need to put that on my list in the morning to do or make a goal for yourself and when you're setting goals, it's really important to set an end date. It keeps you accountable. It gives you a deadline. And then when you do hit it, it it's like it eliminates the excuse. And it also gives you a sense of accomplishment because you did, you know, do what you said you were going to do. You stayed true to what you set out to do. And you also can give yourself a pat on the back and take it away from your mental space and just be like, it's done. Check it off. Make room for something else hey, maybe there won't be something else and you'll have that extra time to watch a Netflix show or journal, work on your business, take a nap, <laughs> go for a run, whatever it is that makes you happy. And it's like a bonus. Like you already are hopefully making time for something during that day. And then you get some extra time to get an ab circuit in if you're working out or Get an extra 20 minutes of like downtime or meditation or actually sit and eat your lunch instead of eating it while you run around like a, like with your head cut off like a chicken, right? So take that time that you're going to free up and just think about how you're paying yourself, like paying it forward almost, right? So once you get caught up, it's so much easier than letting it kind of spiral. So hope you like those tips. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Thank you for listening. And I will catch you on the next episode of Chaos and Cookies, the podcast. Thank you for listening to the Chaos and Cookies podcast. If you want more goodies and friends to share them with, follow the crumbs to the Facebook group or visit the Chaos and Cookies website to grab my sweet secrets on how to calm your cookies. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. See you all next week for another episode of Chaos and Cookies.